This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Lionel Abrahams, novelist, poet, editor, critic, essayist, and publisher, made an enormous contribution to literature and put a colossal effort into nurturing Black writing talent and publishing groundbreaking works that launched a number of literary careers. He is one of South Africa's greatest creative forces, a public intellectual extraordinary, and an icon of classical liberalism. So reads the introduction to the chapter on Lionel Abrams in Jonathan Anse's book, Mentures in the Trenches. I'm absolutely privileged to have as my guest now, Jane Fox, Lionel's wife, herself a noted novelist, playwright, and biographer. Her recently published book, Letters to Lionel, has been described as, and I quote, a piercingly honest book about the unbiddable nature of love that continues after death. Jane, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Jane, you met Lionel later in both of your lives. Can you tell me how you met and about the relationship that flourished? Yes. Uh, We met when I was in my late 40s and Lionel was in his early 50s. And we met through Lionel's niece, Lulu, who lived next door to my best friend. My best friend was a homeopathic doctor, and Lulu hoped that Lionel, that uh, she might be able to help her uncle, Lionel, who was not recovering from a spine operation, as quite they hoped. Lulu went, uh, Polly, that's my friend, went along and met Lionel and spoke to him and came back to me and said, I have met the man for you. And this kind of knocked me sideways. I was already married, somewhat unhappily, and I had three late teenage children, but um, I was willing to meet him anyway and see why she was so enthusiastic. So I went to meet him, and after three hours of solid conversation, I have no idea what we talked about. I decided that this was the man I wanted to spend my life with. So it really was a meeting of the minds and and soul. Tell me a little bit about your memories of Lionel when you met him. I I just took, uh, I realized that here was somebody who thought and felt very much as I did. Neither of us was politically affiliated, so to speak. Modus operandi was to help the individual wherever he thought he could. And this was wonderful. People would come and talk to him and maybe ask for advice about problems they had in their lives or their writing or whatever it was. And he wouldn't actually give advice. But the way he listened was extraordinary. He he would be quite silent, but you felt the empathy coming towards you. I should explain that Lana had cerebral palsy, and but it's strange how a physical relationship can actually make a bridge between two people who are meeting in a social situation, because you have to try harder, especially with Lionel, whose speech was not all that clear. So you had to listen hard, but it was, gosh, it was worth it, because what he said was always so interesting and helpful. Jane, um, you mentioned he struggled with cerebral palsy um, all his life. Um, he, he was sent to what we would call maybe a special school, and, and it was a difficult life and probably quite frustrating for him. 
But a changing point was his meeting with Herman Charles Bosman. Will you share a little bit about the relationship that those two men had? I can't really, Sharice, because it was before I met him. So I never witnessed it. I can only say, if anybody wants to know more, read Lionel's two autobiographical novels. Um, But I can't, from my own experience, say anything. I just know he loved Herman Charles Bosman as a person and um, admired him as a writer and really appreciated and was thankful to him for being his mentor when he was a late teenager. Also, um, Lionel is known for what he did for helping other aspirant writers and the workshops he gave. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, um, I, I was his student. All the time we knew each other, I was one of the students in the workshop. It was a weekly ongoing thing. It had been going since 1975-ish, not sure it's the exact year. And his method was to call for their work. Everything, his workshops were based on the poems and the stories and whatever that the students brought every week. And he would give each one his complete attention, and then he would call on anybody in the workshop who wished to give feedback also. And it was a wonderful method because you really felt that as a writer, you were being heard. And his attitude was always, is this perfect? If it isn't perfect, how could he make it perfect, he or she? And he would carry on in that vein. And every new piece of work to him was a treasure waiting to be opened, I would say. And so he made you terribly enthusiastic about your own work. It was a wonderful experience. Jane, do you think um, he is sufficiently recognised for his contribution to the literary world in South Africa today? Difficult to answer that question because there's so many talented writers who are coming. I think it was the way he nurtured others as well as his, I mean, his own output There were many, many essays um, that haven't been seen or published since they first came out in magazines. So it would be good um, if he had more recognition because he was a really good critical thinker and essayist. Your letters, your book, Letters to Lionel, what prompted you to write it? What has the reception been? The reception has been marvellous from everybody who's actually read it, but not that many have actually read it. What prompted me to write it was that after he died, which was in 2004, I wrote him a whole lot of letters just because I needed to keep in touch. And I forgot all about them. They were in my computer. And I found them last year. And I thought, oh, these just might be shared because they had, I don't know what they had. But anyway, I decided that I would publish them with interleaved with anecdotes about our life together, which I called in the book Snapshot. So that's what it is. It's it's little snapshots of our life together, very personal, nothing to do with him as a great man, as a writer or anything like that. Totally personal. And so I just had a wonderful time for three months trying to remember all the memories that I could dredge up and looking at old diaries and things. And I came up with this little, little book. For you, was it very therapeutic? I mean, you know, we spoke about his, the memory of him and his contribution. Do you feel that this will also help keep the memory of him and his contribution alive? Or is this more of a personal um, tribute to him? 
and to your lives together. It is a very personal tribute, but I hope it would serve. I mean, everybody who's read it who knew him is is thrilled with it. So I don't know, it has two reasons. What do you think his legacy to South Africa has been? I would say at the time it was needed, he encouraged people who were either banned by the state or were needed encouragement. He used to publish banned writers and emerging black writers sometimes anonymously in his magazine so that they were not uh, prosecuted or or in some way. um, And I think this was huge at the time. People really felt that here was somebody who would be sympathetic to how they felt and what they wanted to write about and help them do it. It is an incredible story. And um, I'm not sure if you've read the book Mentions in the Trenches and whether you've read the chapter by Jonathan Anser. And Uh what... Yeah, and what's so special is Jonathan reviews his own relationship with Lionel and and kind of talks about the regrets that he had of not giving the person more respect that was due. And it does highlight, you get a sense of, I don't want to say the word pity, but almost a sense of like a barrier maybe to really understanding who Lionel was because of his disability that may have affected many people and may have made it so much harder for Lionel to communicate. And I don't know if you exactly. want to comment on that. Exactly, exactly. That was very much the point. I have had people who have written to me, people I didn't know, who have read my book and said that they felt terrible because they were too shy to actually talk normally to him. They wanted to get the interview over quickly kind of thing and then go away. Uh, but I, I would say that more, more people, after about 20 minutes, forgot completely that he was handicapped, especially in his speech. And he just sounded normal like anyone else, which was my experience, I must say. Yeah, he sounds like an incredible man, um, an intellectual, as, as, as Jonathan calls him, extraordinary, and his contribution and legacy so huge that um, I'm pleased that Jonathan had at least an opportunity to pay tribute to him, and um, your book will definitely keep that that memory alive. So, J- Jane, thank you so much for joining me and sharing. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. That was Jane Fox, um, Lionel Abrams' wife, who has recently published a book, Letters to Lionel.